0: Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. In early March 2015, United American and Delta Airlines came out with a report stating that several Persian Gulf airlines had been provided more than $42 billion in government subsidies since 2004. The apparent goal of this report was to prevent the U.S. government from allowing these airlines to have more flights to and from the U.S. On March 8, 2015, had a conversation with BBC about these issues.
1: All right, let's let's. I mean, it's the best way to start this interview. Really, is with a, is with a, with, a, with a with a question: Are carriers from the the Middle East subsidized? Are carriers from the Gulf subsidized? What do you think? How would you answer that question?
0: I would say absolutely. In fact, I would say that with almost no exceptions, all airlines around the world are subsidized, particularly those in the US. They don't necessarily take the same form as what's uh, what's what the Gulf Airlines are accused of receiving. But yet and still, there's a very close relationship between governments, government regulators
1: and airlines around the world. That's very interesting. So how would you characterize subsidies in the Gulf states and how would you characterize them in the U.S.? They're obviously different, but you still… You feel they exist in both areas?
0: I, I, I believe they do, in both the U.S. and the Middle East. And this is not unique to either of those two areas. Air transportation is an integral part of the economy. And as a result, there are some situations that exist that uh, are there, not because they're making any, any kind of economic sense, but because they fulfill a greater need in that society. In the U.S., one of the many examples of this is there's a concept called the Civil Reserve Air Fleet, where commercial airliners are subsidized, or commercial airlines are subsidized to have some of their aircraft standing by to be used to provide military airlift in a time of conflict. And while there is an obvious detriment to having, for example, somewhat heavier aircraft built for cargo operation being used as a passenger airliner, there are subsidies. And in a time when the airline may not be making money, they could be making money from the Civil Reserve Air Fleet. That's just one very specific example. Over- but there are, if, if,
1: if you if you look at the the, the accusations towards Gulf carriers, that the the numbers and the scale of it are, are, are huge, though, aren't they? If the accusers are right, the accusers accuse Gulf carriers of being subsidized by forty two billion dollars since two thousand and four. Do you think those numbers are, are realistic? Well, they're in the order of magnitude of uh, being
0: correct, in that aviation is not a business that's uh, run on small amounts of capital. Uh, for example a brand new aircraft, be it an A380 or a 777 or a 747, would cost several hundred millions of dollars. So just equipping a fleet with modern aircraft is a several billion dollar uh, proposition. Now the accusations that are on the table are something on the order of $40 billion over about 10 years. Well, if one looks at that in a broader sense, perhaps $4 billion worth of subsidies per year on average, spread over a number of airlines. Uh, That's uh, totally re- a reasonable number, but you have to ask the question, what do they mean by subsidies? And are the airlines they are representing free of
1: subsidies themselves? Um, and you would say no, because you, the, 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 those, are, those making the accusations, the American airlines, are, have been the benefit of subsidies and favorable treatment themselves. I mean, if you can look at the you know, the, the, the busiest, most profitable transatlantic route in the world between London and JFK. is still held by four airlines, isn't it? Two American and two UK-based.
0: And it's a situation where it's not open to competition, even if there is an upstart carrier who wants to do it uh, more cheaply and more, more conveniently. Uh, there are international agreements, primarily bilateral agreements, that often limit what kind of international air traffic can happen between two countries. Now, in the case of both U.S. airlines and major airlines around the world, because of a lot of forces, one of them being consolidation, you can have a situation where an airline may have a bilateral agreement, but because of changes in their own structure, that agreement might be a lot more profitable because suddenly, if they've acquired several, of their, several other airlines, they have a much broader base from which to draw uh, passengers through that route. And so it may be very much more attractive for them to have that route, and they can charge higher prices because of it. This is just one one possibility. The fact is, there are bilateral agreements, but airlines themselves are very complex entities that often operate across several
1: corporations, across several countries. But also um – I think that there's an argument, isn't there, that passengers actually like the subsidies. If you take an airline like Emirates, which is widely praised for its customer and passenger experience, uh, but yet the fares aren't sky high, they aren't ruinously expensive, I imagine if you asked a passenger to pay a little bit more to pay the quote-unquote true cost of a fare, they might not like that.
0: Well, if you ask the passengers to pay, for example, the average cost of a fare, there might be a lot of consternation because like most airlines. The profit and a lot of the revenue is made not by the passengers flying in coach, but those who are flying in business and first class, and also by the cargo that may be flown on the aircraft. So the cost of any particular flight is spread over several uh, ticket buyers, uh, be they buyers of uh, cargo space or buyers
1: of uh, passenger space. So do you feel that it's very difficult really for any group of airlines to accuse another group of airlines about subsidies because it is so pervasive across the world in an industry that as a whole finds it very, very difficult to make money without some sort of intervention by the the countries that they operate in?
0: Well, it's very easy for any airline to make an accusation that another airline has subsidies. It's very, very difficult to add to that accusation that we're innocent in this and we're not getting any subsidies. It depends on how one defines subsidies and whether or not you're able to clearly and transparently look at the finances that underlay a particular airline's operations. Good man. Thank you very much, Todd. Appreciate it.
1: Many thanks, Todd. That was fantastic.
0: For more information about airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.